ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, as always, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if you, and I'm not just kidding when I say that, you know, the way I said that, Father, we love, we, we, we're, I'm serious. I'm sincere. When you have to say that you're sincere and serious, I know what is that like. Like yeah. Archbishop, you said something about that recently, but it's another story for another episode. Uh, so if you've but got if questions, you want us to do that as another story for another episode, <laughs> if you don't, I mean it's no, fine because right. we're serious we're, about listener I'm, I'm, feedback. I mean it. Uh, there's two ways to contact us: email and Twitter, and probably others as well. But these are the two that we recommend. Carrier pigeon. If <laughs> yes, ignition at sfcatholic.org ignition at sfcatholic.org or you can tweet us sfdiocese use the hashtag ignition again sfdiocese hashtag ignition hi father hi dr bergwald insert How are you? insert inane banter here insert inane banter did i tell you i don't know if i told you i probably said this a couple of times because i repeat myself but uh there was a uh, i was working out in our uh, uh wellness center at, the, at south dakota state and uh morning news shows you know and like even like Kelloland here in town they got people around a table like drinking coffee talking about the news and at one point it actually says uh banter or host banter <laughs> on the on the closed captioning on the bottom of the screen you know <laughs> so I guess that just shows up on the teleprompter probably nice yeah, yeah. exactly uh we, we've been doing pretty people actually like our banter father I've, I've gotten positive feedback in our banter the people who probably can't stand it just don't tell us because they're polite probably yeah, probably south dakota nice south dakota nice uh so let's uh let's uh end in a banter and jump into today's episode so today uh this is airing on lamb catholic radio on the 29th of october three days before all saints day in which we uh, commemorate all those unnamed saints, the many uh, souls who are in heaven uh, and the, enjoying the beatific vision, um, who are uncanonized and therefore we don't know. But there are a lot of them, I'm sure. I hope. I hope so. <laughs> uh, the day before is Candy Day. Candy Day. Candy Day. Uh, I'll be going out with my kids, trick-or-treating. Is that what they call it? Halloween. They don't call it. Okay. No, no. And they, they've been counting down. They're, fortunately, thank, th- thank you, Lord, my children are aware that there is this other thing after Halloween called All Saints mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. They're not completely um, oblivious to, to, to that reality, which I'm grateful for. And yet, nonetheless, of course, their focus is on the candy. Do you get many trick-or-treaters at your house? We, we, we get several. You know, uh, not as many. Several. <laughs> Well, it's true. It's five or six. Not as many as we. That's it. We, we we got five bags of candy from Hy-Vee this okay. year. So, my brother uh, lives in Omaha, and the neighborhood where they live in, uh, you get your candy in the thousands. What? Yeah, thousands. Well, I don't get thousands. Like thousands of pieces of candy to give away. You will probably have over a thousand trick or treaters really? at your door. Yes, uh, people bus in like to their neighborhood to trick or treat. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they got a repeat. What do they give out like uh, full size candy bars? Uh, or no, what I, they... I, I, it's it's a beautiful neighborhood. It's an old neighborhood, um, and it's a neighborhood that takes a lot of pride in itself, and so they kind of embrace it as well. And that went because they've embraced that. Um, 
it just kind of it's built up throughout the years that way. So it's kind of a cool community wow. thing in that way. Cool. They also have a really awesome Fourth of July parade just as a community. Really? Yeah. Is this is this in Omaha proper or is it one of the birds? Yeah, it's in, it's in the older part of Omaha. Actually. Wow. But yeah, cool. That that was banter worth bantering about right there. I do what I can. Yeah. So actually, this is about part of banter. We're, we're, we're Halloween's coming up, and of course, you know, you've got um, all sorts of scary movies uh, that that are that are showing airing, and we're actually use this this whole idea and some some really bad ones in particular as a segue into really um, a, a pretty interesting and, and I'd say substantial top conversation. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity to talk about a uh, big. Uh, a big issue in our own culture that maybe we're not aware about and kind of on our general theme here of uh, launching your efforts to uh, explain the faith and invite others to live it and to live it yourself. That just there's, there's an opportunity to notice something about our culture and the world we live in via uh, Halloween movies, scary movies, Fright Fest 2015. Right, right, right. And there's something I think important that you particularly uh, have, have, a, have a perspective on that I think is worth mentioning about the whole idea of scary movies, particularly ones that have a supernatural or, or, or uh, more precisely a demonic dimension to them. Yeah, thumbs down. <laughs> they're all bad. They're very well made, some of them, though. I'm sure they might be well-made movies, but they're not necessarily a good movie that you should be seeing. Because? Uh, well, just because what are you opening yourself up to? Right. You know, um, what, why open yourself up to the influence of the demonic? You know, it's interesting because these movies, and it's, it's almost kind of, uh, uh, it's like this disassociation in our minds because we obsess about these movies, about all these sort of like supernatural, preternatural, uh, uh, demonic influences in the world. And like, you know, oh, this protagonist, you know, uh, had to deal with this because of this small little thing they didn't even think about happened to them. Right. And yet you're deliberately exposing yourself to uh, outright demonism in some things, and even to like nihilism in other vehicles, just this notion that nothing means anything. And these ideas are spiritual realities uh, that have an impact in your life. Right. Uh, so it's just, to me, just like, I don't understand the lack of a connection. It's a disconnect. Right, right. So, so th- th- this is all a caveat that as we uh, talk here, beginning with this episode, talking about um, some some of the the scary movies and the movies with demonic themes, we're we're not recommending you see them. In fact, just the opposite. Right. So at least at least I would. I mean, I think there's not an official pronouncement, but I mean, if we want to take the spiritual world seriously, let's take it seriously. Well, and uh, there's so much. There are. There are there are good quality. Feed yourself with good things rather right. than things that maybe are questionable, you know, right? Or worse. And I mean, if you really start thinking about the Christian life seriously, it's scary enough, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But so happy Halloween. So uh, the the reason we're bringing this up is because yes. you you pointed out uh, a few weeks ago when we were talking about topics uh, for this episode how there's this funny thing in a number of the movies and this goes back the first thing i thought of is an older by movie by funny do you mean comedy or odd uh ironic okay. uh, I, going back for me one of the um the the movies that came out leading up to the year 2000 with the the anxiety that people had y2k the year 2000. and worse exactly thank you conan um, one of the I think things, he still does that skit. I think he does too. Uh, one of the things, there's a movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Arnold. At End of Days or The End of Days in which, uh, oh, I, oh, what's his name? I can't remember the other actor's the name. The bad guy? Gabriel Byrne. Yeah, 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 Gabriel yeah. Byrne played a man who ends up getting possessed by the devil. 
And so Arnold is is doing battle with the devil using, of course, automatic weapons. Of course. Because that's how you defeat the devil. Exactly. <laughs> and, it's just, and, and by then, there was a time when I probably thought, oh, that's cool. Yeah. But at this point, my point, my. my Take on the life. devil with an M16. <laughs> Woo! Like, what? Rock and roll. <laughs> so, so, well, this is not really how you. Like a purely spiritual being that's possessed uh, a human person, you're really not going to destroy by killing the human person. Yeah, no. Uh, you had a more recent example. Well, yeah, well, uh, this came up for me. I was I had a different movie. I don't remember what the movie was, but they had a preview on it for the new uh, Vin Diesel movie, which just came out, Witch Hunter. You know, and it's like, you know, there's something beyond good and evil. And so therefore I use a sword. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like, so, <laughs> you know, we're, we're fighting these great spiritual evils from the past and we'll use a sword. Yeah. You know, and so it's just like, uh, that's just a total disconnect. Right. I mean, that, how do you fight the spiritual with the material? Right. I mean, because it's interesting, and this is where we'll, we'll get into this a little, a little deeper, but I just do want to say uh, that movie, which did not do well as it opened in the box office, just proves that no one wants to see Vin Diesel unless he's in a car chase. Pretty much. Yep. But that's not, we're not talking about Vin Diesel's no, no, no. movies. So I think, I mean, the, the main reason we want to talk about this, listener, and, and using this idea of scary movies and this example, this End of Days movie or this Witch Hunter movie or you know, any of them. I mean, you could, you could look at probably any of the scary movie lexicon, especially things that deal with the supernatural, quote right, unquote, right. Um, or the spiritual in some way, evil spirits, is that um, we want to help you understand and to recognize uh our cultural materialism and give you an opportunity to better understand how this afflicts our culture. Right. Because there is, so this, that, that point that you just named, it's a, it's a real, it's a real condition, if you will, that Mm -hmm. pervades our cultural, our culture. Right. Uh, This idea that we can solve spirit, what are really authentically spiritual problems with material solutions. Correct. Correct. And so, like, and then that's what we're talking about when we're laughing about Arnold Schwarzenegger with the machine gun taking on the devil or, you know, Vin Diesel with a sword, you know, taking on these, like, witches and spiritual entities and things like that. Is that, I mean, these are spiritual realities. You're not going to affect them with material efforts. Right. And uh, our world um, lives in a lot of ways in a denial. So this is kind of background listeners right now. It's just the idea that our world, we've talked about this in previous episodes, I think. Um, this idea that uh, in the past 250 years or so, our Western world especially has lived with a growing denial of the existence of the spiritual, supernatural, uh, numinous uh, realm. And we want to limit ourselves just to the natural, to the material, to the natural as opposed to the supernatural, to the material as opposed to the spiritual, to the phenomenological as opposed to the uh, numinous Um in that way, but at the same time, we remain haunted by, and uh, to not to use a pun, but we remain haunted by, or concerned with, or interested and curious in uh, the spiritual, the supernatural, uh, the numinous. Right, and there's been a, a actually the um, the New York Times columnist Roth Dothit, who's a, a, a solid Catholic writer, uh, writes on a number of topics. Uh, some of them church-related, some of them political-related. But he's actually addressed um, how they're in our world, uh, the first world, so to speak, which is very materialistic in its outlook, is actually 
obsessed with ghosts and, right. and, and we're trying to figure he, he wrote a column recently or a blog post came or which but on how like 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 uh, diehard atheists are trying to like have recognized that they've encountered things that their materialism cannot account for Correct. and they're trying to wrap and and so that maybe personified in those individuals is an issue that in, in our culture at large right and this is just about ghosts or, or, or uh, things like that this is just about large realities too and we'll right we'll yes, get through all yes. these things um, but, uh, uh, what's just, what's maybe zero in then right now, I suppose on, if it's okay for me to direct this, I mean, please, you please, this. Oh, no, no, you're doing a good job. Okay. Role reversal. Uh, it's Halloween. Hi, I'm Dr. Chris Bergwell. And I'm fine. No, I can't say that. <laughs> can't, imitating a priest is a no, no. But I think it's only in the sacramental realm. Okay. Yeah. If I, I think, tried to absolve somebody of their sins. Or right. Something. Or tried to offer a mass. Yeah. That'd, that'd, be, that'd uh, be bad. Yeah. yeah. No, that'd be, that'd be by the way, you are listening to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, thanks for putting up with us. Yeah. So, uh, with this, we're, we're talking uh, today about this idea of materialism uh, in our culture, especially as a blindness to spiritual reality. When we hear the word materialism, we're not often we're, we're not only thinking just about someone who's really shallow and focused only on money or only on looks. Materialism is more than that. Now, it's often expressed, first of all, in just being concerned about your bank account, your house, your car, your appearance. Um, but uh, uh, um, I've got another topic idea for a different show. I don't want to get it out here because I'm going to save it. No, no, no tangent. No, no tangent. Come back, Father. Come back, Come back. to us. Don't, okay, okay. Don't go into the light. <laughs> but uh, uh, so materialism isn't just about being shallow and focused on money. Materialism is about being blind to the spiritual realities, the supernatural realities around us. And that's and the, the thing to remember is you can be you can believe in the supernatural and still live as if in this materialist way. Correct. Right? So you can be a Christian yep. and still unwittingly have this outlook on life. When it goes back to our our, the, our common theme on ignition, uh, the notion of the power of cultures right. and the effect of cultures on us. And I still love that example, uh, listeners, of uh, from the movie Finding Nemo, which is kind of scary uh, at times, but uh, where the movie or that you're thinking of it, yes, okay, but uh, but the image in there of Crush the Turtle and like the the sea current uh, that a culture is kind of like a sea current that it moves you along, and when you're in it, you don't really feel like you're moving, but when you're outside of it, you can see it moving and, and see how it's influencing and pulling. Uh, uh, the conversation along in that regard. Right. And so we're in a culture that is materialistic. So I believe in God, but I'm still influenced by this materialism. I believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, I receive the sacraments. I pray, but I'm still influenced by this materialism. Okay. So what's the connection with Halloween movies here then? Right. Again, back to the question with Hall connection with Halloween movies is this idea of um, them trying to address spiritual realities in material ways. Okay. So fighting demons with an AK-47 with a gun, you know, as opposed with bullets, uh, as opposed to the spiritual combat and, and the spiritual realities. Well, but we don't see it just in ghosts or things like that. There's right. other ways we can see it. So, so some of the examples uh, of maybe ways that we are unwittingly falling into the sort of material outlook is. I think of, um, this goes back to the 1960s, the war on poverty, you know, where, oh, yeah. where we're going to try to solve a problem, which, I mean, no doubt, I'm not denying that there, there aren't material dimensions to the problem of, of poverty in our country, but that, that we're going to solve it by just throwing money at it. 
Correct. When there are, have we looked, maybe it's not just a material issue. Maybe there are spiritual dimensions to the problem of, of, of poverty or all sorts of other examples. Um, education, we, we lament continuously the state of education in our country. Um, the, the problem of, of sexually transmitted diseases. Right. Sexual, all these issues where we try to address them by throwing money at the problem and yet the problem doesn't get solved. I like to think about this uh, material spiritual gap uh, in how we think about core ideas, that we, we claim our core to our identities, Americans as Christians, Catholics, so things like freedom or love, uh, we often reduce them to just their material components. Right. I'm free. How do I know I'm free? Because I can do what I want, when I want, and the way I want. Yep. And that's, again, just an, an exterior materialistic vision of freedom as opposed to the spiritual freedom, which is the capacity to ch- to know to identify the good and to choose the good in any situation. Right. Right. Because that materialistic freedom can be taken away by uh, the backseat of a police car when you do something stupid. It can be taken away by uh, someone uh, confronting you. It can be taken away by having been born in the uh, wrong part of the globe or at the wrong time. Right. You know, that you would not have that sort of freedom. Yeah. Same thing with love. That love is, you know, many times will reduce in a materialistic way, reduce love to a rush, to a feeling to a sensation and those sensations are good and a good part of love, but they're not love. Love is that commitment to an other, no matter what. Right. Right. Okay. So, so we, we have all the, these things where we reduce the problem to one of the merely material. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we seek to use material solutions, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger fighting the devil with an M16 or Vin Diesel fighting the supernatural with a sword. It doesn't work. Right. And I think, Part of the part of the problem with that is we have this notion of, um, uh, oh, I'm not. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Uh, I had it and I lost it. But um, right, this idea of fighting the spiritual things with uh, the material effort um, is just it's 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 the wrong tool for the job. Right. 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 Uh, and just because we know the opponent is there, we still have to know then the right way to oppose the opponent. That's what I mean by the wrong tool for the job. Right. Just because you know that the situation is there doesn't mean that any solution will work. Right. You need the right solution. Yep, yep. Um, just because I have a cold, I mean, you can think about it in terms of, um, just because I have a cold, that doesn't mean I need, I need antibi- doesn't mean I need antibiotics. Say that again? Just because I have a cold it doesn't mean that I need antibiotics. Okay. Antibiotics are one solution to one type of illness, right. bacterial infections. Right. But if it's viral, yep. it's not going to do you any good. Yep. yep. So you have to understand the problem properly so you can address it with the proper prescription. I understand the solution, right. And so in this materialism that we're trying to talk about, um, that we see, just knowing about it isn't enough. Right, right, right. There needs to be something more. Um, so... Real solutions sometimes can include, a, yes, material, but oftentimes a spiritual solution as well. Right. There the needs to be, well, because we are both matter and spirit. Right, right, right. So part of this, I think, I think one thing we, we fall into, one temptation we often fall into um, is that the, some of the problems are a lack of knowledge. Right. And it's not always a lack of knowledge. Sometimes it's a lack of, it, the, the fault isn't in our intellect, the fault is in our will. We can know what the right thing is, right. but we fail to do it. So uh, as long as we're doing pop culture references, which we always do here on Ignition, and if you want to know anything more about Ignition, do uh, <laughs> send us an email, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet to us at sfdiocese, hashtag Ignition, with thoughts, critiques, questions. 
Uh, but one thing, we, we're usually using pop culture references here in Ignition. And uh, growing up, I was a huge G.I. Joe fan. Yes. And at the end of every episode of G.I. Joe, they'd have these little like public safety tips, like, that's why we walk look both ways before crossing the street. And they'd always end it by saying, and now we know. And then they'd say, and knowing, knowing is half the battle. I thought right. you were going to say it with me together. Well, I, I was going to, never mind. Oh. Fail. Okay. But, uh, um, yeah, so knowing is half the, well, no, knowing is like maybe 10% of the battle. It right. feels like. <laughs> I know my faults. I know my spiritual faults. I know my spiritual tendencies, but knowing about them just, it's right. not that. I, I know what I should do. St. Paul, Romans 7. That which I know I should, well, I'm going to paraphrase it loosely. <laughs> I know what I should do. I don't do it. Right. I know what I shouldn't do. I do it. I do not do the good I want. Instead, I do the evil that I do not want, and I hate it so. Romans 7, 19. 19. There we go. Yeah. We just had that as a daily mass reading. Oh, right. Yes, weekend. we did. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Right, so the, this this whole tension that we're in, and this influence of our culture towards the materialism, and and the need to to be identified. Well, hey, here's a question, Doctor Berg. Well, does just simply knowing about the fact that we live in a material culture mean that you're no longer <laughs> going to live in a material culture? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And that gets to the point. So we always try to. Well, I think we usually we usually try to. Now what? Okay, so what? Now what do I do with that right. um, on, on the various topics we address on ignition? So with this, I think yeah, there, knowing is part of the battle. It is important to be aware of this so that what? Now what? Now I know that there's this material reality. How do we, what, can, what, what concretely can I do to make sure that I am giving the adequate solution to the problems I see around me or in me? Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving? Oh. The sacraments? Thanks for listening to Ignition. <laughs> the same as they've always been. <laughs> to quote uh, Gandalf from The Lord of the Rings. Really? This is something, well, I mean, he doesn't talk about the sacraments, obviously. Uh, but the whole idea of like, you know, what do we do in difficult times? Same thing we always do, mm. right? Yep. Or is that Pinky in the Brain? No. Obscure 1990 reference there. All right. Uh, so, you know, so as we're talking about, you know, use, using this whole idea of uh, Halloween, scary movies uh, to talk about materialism and our uh, inability to react spiritually to spiritual problems. Uh, one good thing, you know, that they include in uh, horror movies, oftentimes what they misunderstand them is the idea of the power of the faith and sacramentals. Right. And so just to recognize these are spiritual uh, issues, spiritual um, concerns you're addressing in your life. So whether it's the problem of evil in the world, sadness, uh, discouragement, um, any of these things. And so like, I mean, have, when's the last time we read our Bible? Right. When's the last time we made a good confession? You know, uh, sometimes people come to me, Oh father, you know, I think there's weird things in my house. You know, would you come bless the house? And yeah, I'm happy to come bless the house, but I'm also going to make sure that they're not just asking me to bless the house out of a superstitious materialism. Right. Right. Um, I, you know, and I, I tell them, you know, holy water only really has, uh, uh, power if you use it in faith. Right. You know, if you, if you address in faith, um, which always kind of gives them a start and always ask me, you know, when's the last time you made a good confession, you know, yep. and have you prayed for, uh, anything that's happened in your house in the past? Right. Right. So, uh, these spiritual, uh, solutions to things. I'm also thinking like, like Ephesians chapter six in the armor of God. Uh, you know, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, uh, so on and so forth, uh, uh, the, f uh, 
putting on our feet uh, the the good news of the gospel. And yeah, I that, th- yeah, that because I, I think just also connecting because you did a great job there of taking it. You know the examples I gave earlier, poverty and education mm-hmm. and so on, but of, of really personalizing mm-hmm. it on my interior life. And so often today, the sadness and, and boredom, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we seek to address them by thrill-seeking oh, yeah. or all the other things. Again, we're seeking material solutions to spiritual problems. Right, right. Oh, that's, that's a huge thing. You bring up boredom, um, especially for those who maybe struggle um, with uh, uh, issues of chastity and uh, their way of like, pornography and things like that is that boredom is a huge entryway because if I'm always the source of my solutions in that way, if I'm always, you know, the source of my solution by, Oh, I'm bored. So I'm going to go to, uh, you know, this news website, or I'm going to go to Twitter or I'm going to go to Facebook, tweet to us at ignition at hashtag ignition at sfcatholic.org. <laughs> that was a totally missed promo there. Yes. Yeah. But, um, if I'm going to go do these things and I'm the source of my own answer, but if I'm always going to fail, the question of my boredom. Yep. God alone is the only one who can really satisfy the question of my boredom. And so I need to learn how to go to God in those things. Now I might still like, you know, if I've got five minutes in between meetings, I might still play a game, you know, but I'm going to do it with God. Right. Exactly. I was I re- just recently for, I'm preparing for a, a presentation I gave, I was look, listening back to an episode of Ignition, about two and a half years old. The seven We talked about the seven habits of highly holy Catholics, yeah. just going through some of the spiritual disciplines um, that anybody who seeks to follow Christ, particularly as a Catholic, um, ought to enlist. And again, as you said earlier, we do the same thing we always have when we have these problems that we're facing. The, the answer is always the same. Right. As Catholics. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's the answer to the faith of prayers, of fasting, the sacraments, and uh, they're great answers. So what do you, and, and just as we draw this episode to a close, just over a minute to go, um, what do we need to avoid uh, when it comes to addressing these problems? Yeah, I think when, when we're encouraging the spiritual action uh, in, uh, here on Ignition, it's not just about becoming immobile or inactive, right? But to see and to recognize uh the spiritual component in these things, um, you know, and uh, and to be open to engagement in that question. So like you had brought up Dr. Bergwald, like the bigger issues, you know, uh, poverty, education, uh, sexual licentiousness. These uh, questions have spiritual answers, but they're not, you know, quick, right. easy sound yes. bites. Yep. You know, they won't fit into a party plan. So we need to be willing to listen to look for those spiritual answers. Right, right. So just, you know, especially uh, we are, you know, as airing this end of October, Advent is coming up. Uh, maybe now would be a good time to start reflecting on, just any time is a good time to reflect on our spiritual life um, and, and, and some of the things that we can do. Father mentioned prayer, uh, scripture study, the sacraments, confession, um, obviously attending Ma- Sunday Mass, uh, and all the other ways, all sorts of ways, talk to your priest, e- e- email us with with uh, any questions you might have about that. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, the email address for contacting us is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Or you can tweet us, as Father mentioned earlier, sfdiocese, use the hashtag Ignition. Again, we'd love to hear any thoughts, questions, or topics for future episodes. And until next time, dear listeners, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. 
Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.